Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans, and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyren. You're able to turn in time to see the familiar face of Churlet as, and I think you're the only one who sees him before he begins speaking. So basically, I turn and I get out and oh fuck, <laughs> and he starts speaking. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you know, Coram sure likes to talk. Show enough deference, and you'd be surprised what you can learn. And believe me. I've been well-educated. Elizabeth would be pleased to hear it. If only someone would bring me back. I think at this point, Darwin and Ilana, you turn to see him in the middle of this proclamation. You know, once I found out that you all were here, I thought it might be nice to organize a little reunion. You all have sent a lot of people here. Believe it or not, they're not all pleased to be here. As much as I wish I could find Count Valance, it seems he resides in Olwenir's realm now. But there are others. Many others. And this is when you start to see the rest of the group that he has with him. Like poor Cortland here, whose wife you helped execute. And the once honorable Colston, whose wife you also killed. <coughs> Am I sensing a trend here? Oh, wait, no, no. You also kidnapped his child. And Churlet continues to walk down a line of those who blame you for their deaths. The goblin Biggs. The changeling Pernicious. The young boy, Terrace Tane. The giant chief Durkroff. Assorted thugs and guards and Sahuigan. And at the far right of the line, a very sheepish looking sock. What do you do? How long is this line of people? Dozens? I mean, they're not all lined up like shoulder to shoulder. Some of them are a little bit behind. Some of them are a little bit more forward. But Charlotte's just like walking in front of the group as he kind of shows everybody off. Mm, I really have no want to deal with these people. I, here's the thing, Charlotte. Can I call you Charlotte? I'm going to anyway. It's his Ask name. Ask him so how he died. <sighs> <laughs> well, Wait, you know, we, Ilana, we already know you that. There. We already know that. I did but I haven't shared it with you. You haven't told everybody about that? Oh, no, we haven't okay. had an opportunity yet. <laughs> no, we'll get there. Wait, wait, before we get any further, 
geometrically or geographically, not geometrically, geographically, where is the river in comparison to them and us? I think they're behind us as we're walking. You're No, you're on the east bank. They're on the west bank. Cool. Okay, so they're across the river from us. Mm-hmm. I did not. Okay, thank you for that because I, I was thinking they were coming up behind us. No, 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 no. They, Sorry, I missed the geography. They're coming um, from the side. Here's Oh, so I'm going to motion to these two like I'm going to say something, but we can just start walking away while I'm talking. So like we're going to be walking as, as I'm talking. Here's the thing, Churlet. Um, Chur, I'm going to call you Chur. We all make choices <laughs> in life. Uh, your folks here, all these folks, they all made choices with the exception of Sock. Because we don't know Darwin killed Sock. <laughs> no, it wasn't Darwin. It was Dusty. It was Dusty. Oh, never mind. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all make choices in life. Sometimes those choices get you killed. Speaking of which, how is it that you happen to be here? Last I knew, you were uh, alive and doing your thing. <laughs> Whatever that is. And we're still walking away, by the way. Well, then how are you holding this counter? <laughs> oh, I'm just like shouting as we walk. I'm just... you walking backwards? Sure. And as soon as I ask that question, I turn and we keep walking. Okay. Like, I don't particularly care about the answer. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get you. I get you. Okay. <laughs> as you start walking away, the giant chief, Dirkroff, is going to leap across the river and land in front of you. Okay. When he does that, how far, how long, how wide across is the river? About 20 feet. He's very strong. Yeah, yeah. I figured. <sighs> Look at Arnis. I can delay them if we'd like, but I really don't like the idea of us trying to do anything with all, all of them versus the three of us. I have a, well, it's complicated. I don't know how it would work. I have the hour of reaping thing, but it's 30 feet, so it would scare you guys too. But my feet yeah. is, but my speed is 50 feet. You're not running towards them. That is not what you're <laughs> doing right now. The whole uh, idea is to get away from here, not get deeper into this combat. All right. I'm not saying fight. I'm saying. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. You're trying to get them to be scared away. And for all those people on the other side of the river, that would certainly mean farther away. Right. I'm sorry. If you want to go for it, go for it. No, I'm still not sure how the math would work out. Okay. After Chief Dircroft lands, he doesn't remove it. He doesn't wield it. But you certainly see a huge great axe on his back. And he just plants his feet crosses his arms as Charlotte walks along the other side of the river opposite of you you know I'm not here to kill any of you and quite the opposite if you die then you can't leave but if we keep you alive then I could get back to Elizabeth with this information maybe some of my friends here could come back too it's really really very simple yeah. I <laughs> except I don't even know if I want to engage with him on that point that I'm not sure it is that simple because you still need a body, (laughs) right? Like, no, he's clearly stating that he's going to take our bodies with his soul or something of that effect. He's proposing something that's worse than death. He's proposing similar to, oh, wait, that's right. You guys, this isn't the party that already spoke with Colonel Faybrook. Um, Sorry, I misplaced the previous knowledge with different people. Uh, That was the other party. 
He says, it's really very simple. We just need a ride. Huh? Asking more for cohabitation within a body. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I There is no way that I'm letting you all up in here. New. I don't see what's in it for me. <laughs> I could share the knowledge with you, too. From what I understand, it's actually quite easy once we're in the same body. You could learn all sorts of things that I know. Yeah, but then you could learn all sorts of things that I know, too, and I'm not down for that. Well, if you're not interested in information, what about atonement? Atonement? Did Cortland here truly need to die? Did this young boy need to die? As he motions to Terrace. Did you ask that young boy how he got in that situation? Did you ask him? Ask him. He told me that you sent him here and that he wanted to come along. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> uh, that is so not even close to the whole truth. It's part of the truth, but it's not the part that matters. You should know. Ooh, what was the kid's name again? He just said it. Tane? Terrace. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, you recognize him. I mean, absolutely. That's, that's Tane. The boy yeah. Tane. Okay. Terrace. Sorry, I was going to talk to Terrace. Okay, yes. You absolutely may. Terrace, you should know that your buddy that got you into that situation, Patches, he's dead. You're welcome. He looks sad when you say that. Oh, also, he was the god of chaos. <laughs> Just so you know. Terrace speaks and he says, Wait, if, if he's dead, why isn't he here? Oh, because he wasn't like you or any of these people. He was the god of chaos. Gods don't come to Corum when they die. <sighs> Terrace looks very sad. Patches was my best friend. <laughs> like, no matter what he did to me, like, he was the only one I had. I, <laughs> um, really? He cursed you. Well, I'm not saying I enjoyed that. Have <laughs> you ever cared for somebody who ended up hurting you? Then still cared? <laughs> nope. Yeah, but they're dead now too. <laughs> <laughs> At this point. Wait, I'm uh, oh, sorry, Arnis, just real quick. Who are you talking about? My mom. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Iolana, you were going to say something. At this point, Iolana looks at the assembled group of them, the three of us, and goes, just kind of show hands who's up for a hitchhiker back. Like, honest question is just like asking who's, our, who's, who's down for this proposition that this guy is proposing? Nope. No nope. hands go up? <laughs> nope. Then can we shuffle along here? Yep. The, there's a giant standing right in front of you. Um, you don't have to go that way. We can walk around him. What I'm suggesting is like, do we even have to like deal with these guys? Seriously? Um, you don't have to fight them. No, no, absolutely not. Which way are you headed then? We're intending to go the way we were going. But like around the giant. But yeah, walk around the giant to get that way. If we I have mean, to. I mean, he's not a statue. He will, he will sidestep along with you. But first, but first, after you've had this quick discussion with Terrace and just done with Turlet, not entertaining this conversation, this 
this attempt at a negotiation, you hear Sock very quietly, just as you're about to turn away. She says across the river, I, I don't blame you. I, I never blamed you. And Charlotte looks a little upset at this, like someone had lied to him. I wanted to see you again, because I noticed that after me, fewer of my friends were coming through. My family. Did it work? Did you save them? Yeah, we did. Or rather, Vale did. Colson gets a little agitated at the mention of Vale's name. He doesn't say anything just yet. Mm. Yeah, I'm waiting for him to say something. <laughs> uh, Sock looks relieved. I'm so glad to hear that. Not knowing that is the only reason I haven't gone to Arndel's realm yet. The god of the Grungs. But if my family and my people are safe, I don't need to be here anymore. She gives Churlet like a real hard stare for a second. <laughs> looks back across the river. Thank you so much. Give Vale my best. We will. She turns around and starts walking away. The others, still on the other side of the river, are less forgiving, let's say. With the exception of maybe Terrace. He's, he's got a conflicted look on his face. But the likes of Cortland, Colston, Pernicious, Biggs... Chief Durkroff. None of them are nearly as forgiving. You hear Biggs call across. We could have had a real good thing going, but y'all messed it up. Pernicious calls out. I don't really care about you two. I just want Vale. Just not happy that a changeling took part in their death. Cortland has just got like angry tears in his eyes. Colston steps forward to the very edge of the river. If anyone else over there could make that jump, it's likely he could. He's a trained guard. He probably hasn't been spending his time here idly. And he calls out, I never even wanted to be against you. All I wanted was to be with my family. It's all I still want. At this, Yolana throws her cloak back over her shoulders, reaches into her shirt, drops her medallion in front of her chest and says, According to my investigation, the law was dealt out according to guild rule. Yeah, I've heard that nonsense before. <laughs> nonsense? Your wife betrayed the order. That's not nonsense. There's one frickin' rule and she broke it. <laughs> Even I know that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Do you say I'm done? <laughs> no, that was okay. just if you if you were to say that, then Yolanda's got like a plan prepared in her head, but is just kind of waiting for the signal. No, that that I'm done was more like I'm, mm -hmm. I'm not going to talk yeah. anymore. Like I'm just, <laughs> it's okay, Scott. I won't interrupt you. <laughs> no, no, Darwin. Any of these various characters here uh, you want to react to? Um, actually not in particular. <laughs> nope. Well, then as the two sides of the river are looking at each other with, well, at least a lot of tension on Churlet's side, you see a Sahugan raise a trident, shake it angrily, trying to rally like an offensive, like, let's go. They're right there. They're the ones responsible for all this. 
Charlotte raises a hand like, wait, wait, wait. You're positive. You couldn't help any of us return. I feel like that's a trick question, Chur. Why don't you explain yourself? No holding back now. Come on. Yeah. We just need, we just need someone to give us a ride. Mr. As, if I may call you such. Um, I wonder, do you remember the first rule of Coram's Law? Yes, I'm familiar with it. The only one. And I say this with an implied emphasis physically toward Darwin. How do you think Coram would feel knowing that you and all of these souls are trying to escape his realm? He'll be pretty angry about that. I say in your head, Darwin, might be a good moment to do some praying. (laughs) (laughs) Forget, can I respond in my head? In your head? No. No. Okay. I thought we said yes. I, I think we left it as like, if you concentrate on it, people can respond. Yeah. Okay. So if you're willing to let them respond, they can. Yeah. Are you willing to let me respond? Yeah. In which case, I'll just be like, all right, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> There's a lot of buildup for a not great response. I have, I have no idea that any of this is happening, by the way. So I'm just kind of mm-hmm. still staring across the river like, what you got to say now, chur? <laughs> He's waiting for a response from you all. So what? So, even knowing that Coram would damn you, you still want to break literally his only rule? I think Trillet responds back, he's not my god. <laughs> you, you think it matters? That's hilarious. He's not technically my god either, but... Damned I was by the god of the dead. So if you are dead, he is your god. I'm trying to undo that unfortunate condition. I you are you really this stupid? You're you're no, not no, no. stupid. Like come oh, on. You, yeah. you know <laughs> you, he's not that stupid. Like you um so so you're willing to go back. And sacrifice your entire eternity for a shot at, I don't know, however many more measly years alive? I don't get it. I already told you. I want to go back and help Elizabeth, Help the king. (laughs) While we leave on that for a moment. Darvin. Yes. Do you want to try to talk to Coram? Yes, I do. All right. Let's... Roll some religion. Religion. I rolled a 19. Okay. Let's hear a prayer. So I'm trying not to ask for any more favors. I'm trying not to phrase it like, hey, God, can you kill these things for us? Or, you know, help (laughs) us. It's going to be more like, hey, Coram, these guys are trying to escape your realm. I know you're not okay with that. So I thought I'd let you know. They're trying to go back to life. Hmm. Okay. As you're praying, you get a vision of Coram in the heart of his citadel. Darvin, who is trying to leave? Uh, just rattle off a bunch of names. I, I <laughs> just like go down the line. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, <laughs> yes. 
all the names of those I know. Mm-hmm. It's quite a few. Hmm. Well, none of them are directly in my service. While I don't want them to go back, I cannot cow them with words alone. I will need someone else to act on my behalf. Oh dear. I do believe there is someone in the area. Yes, I do believe one of my sentry groups is nearby. <laughs> what? I thought he was about to tell <laughs> us, like, oh no, you just fight them all. Like, Me oh, too. God. no no you rolled a 19 he's being uh somewhat kind for a second i thought it was gonna be like all right darvin you can take care of that for me (laughs) oh no that was the opposite of what we hoped for (laughs) okay okay yes i believe one of the harpy squads is out there i'll be in touch with them just keep an eye on those souls will do Okay. So, where did we leave off with Churlet and the gang? Oh yeah, Karm's not my god. I want to go and help Elizabeth and the king and the crown and all that other wonderful fun stuff. Mm. And Arnis said, oh, do you really want to damn yourself just for a few more years? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Hmm. Well, if the information I have from Korm is accurate, I don't see a reason to disbelieve him. I intend on having more than just a few years. Uh, everybody roll perception. Ooh. Ain't bad. Ilana. 19. Darvin? 18. Arnis. 24. Okay. Everybody's got eagle eyes right now. Somewhat appropriate. Because as Trillet is on the other side of the river, bolstering with confidence, you can all hear wings in the air above you as a small trio of harpies begins their descent, led by Vala, the harpy you met uh, just after leaving the outpost and Mr. Murray. Oh, look who it is. Look who now needs my help. You know, they haven't tried to leave yet, so I'll just make sure they don't. I'll just keep an eye on them from here. As long as you're not giving them a ride back. You should be fine. What? Oh, did you think it was going to be... She's not doing anything, yeah. No, you, you all snubbed her last time, so she's returning the favor. <sighs> she's following the letter of Coram's word. Cool. But hey, she'll protect you if one of them tries to, like, possess you or whatever. But until they do that, they're welcome to do what they like. Let's just talk. Including kill us. Like, she doesn't care about that. If we get into a fight. Hmm... Coram only said not to interfere with you. Hasn't said anything about protecting you yet. Okay. This giant that's in front of us. There's mm-hmm. clearly no getting past him correctly. Not on a straight ahead path, no. No. You'd have to like turn around. But the path we want is straight ahead, correct? Yes. Yes. This is a fun little impasse. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you want to do? Giant. Harpies. Sure as but <laughs> pretty sure that's not his name. It is now. <laughs> How much would you say this guy weighs? Oh god. The giant. The giant. The, that, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I get you. I get you. Um a lot. Let me uh I mean, yes, clearly a lot. Probably more. Is it more get, than five hundred uh, pounds? 
I don't, don't see how know. It, I don't see how it could not be more than 500 pounds. It could be. He's only like 10 feet tall. Oh. So he may not be Still over though, 500 pounds. Let me just... If an average like six foot something person who's not like super skinny weighs about 200, add four more feet onto that? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. And how muscle bound he is too. Oh, well, see that, that can't be right. Oh, oh, I may be looking at the wrong giant here. Yes, I'm sorry. I was looking at Hill Giant. He is a frost giant. Because it's the frost giants who were in charge of that uh, mm-hmm. of that group. He was definitely an adult. Um, da, 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 da. They can live up to 250 years. Or their average lifespan is 250 years. They can get up to 20 feet tall. He's not that tall. God, they can weigh over a ton at full height. Um I'm going to say eyeballing it. You would guess he's about a thousand pounds. That's beyond my ability to manipulate the way I was going to manipulate it. So he's a little bit bigger than I was expecting. Mm. Oh, we can just do this. Uh, who wants to go invisible? Oh, God. Ooh. Sounds please, fun. Please. <laughs> Sounds fun. Let's hear it. Uh, <laughs> uh, I forgot about Iolana and, and her tricks. I just kind of look at all of you and go, Shall we proceed the same way we entered into Quorum's realm? Looking for a like nod that you agree that it's time to go invisible. Cool. Sorry, that's really bad radio. Arnus nods. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed silence meant yes, but okay. <laughs> Thank you. And we all shimmer and disappear. We've got a minute of invisibility. And everybody looks startled. You've got a minute of invisibility. What are you doing with it? Walking past the giant. Forward. As far as I can put between him and me in a minute. Which yeah. is not super far, and he'll be able to catch up to us theoretically, but like I'm going. Your Arnis might not have super speed, but he's off. Bye. Important question here. Stealthily? Oh, I don't really stealth. But you get advantage on a stealth because yes. you're invisible. Oh, then yeah. You would have advantage on this check. Then yeah, sure. They can't why see not? you, but he still has ears. Okay. So if you guys are trying to stealth past him, roll stealth with advantage. I'm just gonna assume that Iolana and Darwin nail this. Thank God for advantage. I rolled a 16 and an 18 on my dice. See, I rolled a 16 and a two. I rolled a 16 <laughs> and a thing I don't want to mention. <laughs> and a bad (laughs) alright Aranis what'd you get total of a 21 nice Darvin 16 Ilana 21 also total okay as soon as you go invisible Chief Deercroft is frantically trying to spot you unfortunately relying on his ears alone is not enough he turns quickly pivots around takes a few like Quick and then slow swipes with his arm, hoping that you're there, but hitting nothing. He turns across the river and just gives this huge, gigantic shrug. (laughs) Huge as in like the motion is huge. Gigantic as in he's a giant. So (laughs) gives this huge shrug, just like, I I don't know. I don't know where they went. Meanwhile, Churlet is frantically looking around for you, fiddling in his bag like, is there anything he can do? Clearly, magic is about. Um, 
I don't know if that does anything for him. Let me look at this spell real fast. Because Elizabeth is the powerhouse in that couple. Pair. Sorry, pair. Pair, pair, pair. They're not a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that that spell does not help against invisible people at all. In fact, it requires him to be able to see the target. Charlotte shouts out to the group. She says, throw whatever you can that way. They can't have gotten far. Just don't kill them. Some who again start throwing tridents. Chief Deercroft picks up smaller rocks and throws them in your general direction. Pernicious throws a dagger. Biggs throws a vial of something. Terrace doesn't do anything. Cortland just kind of sits down, defeated again. Colston, meanwhile, is running down the opposite bank of the river, heading northward. He doesn't know where you're at, but he knows you're on the other side, and he's looking for any way across. It's a little too wide at that point. He doesn't want to try jumping across, but he's still confident that he can find you. And if not, maybe he can find Vale. So, everybody make a dexterity saving throw. As all these weapons come flying at you. Gotta love the advantage, though. Yeah. Advantage? Mm -hmm. Yeah, advantage. You're invisible. They're throwing blind. Called a 15 and a 16. Nice. Uh-oh. Not good. Not good. Let's start with the other end, hopefully. Iolana. 19. Aranis. 23. Darvin. 11. I rolled a pair of twos. Damn. Woof. Yikes. Yeah, that is rough. (laughs) I think you're going to get hit by some flying stones that Chief Deercroft threw your way, but not for a lot. As Trillet said, don't try to kill them. So he was throwing smaller rocks. Of course, if I roll max damage, then. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) So that is 18 bludgeoning damage. Oh, those are the little rocks. (laughs) Yeah, these are the little rocks. The frost giant apparently has one hell of an arm, but you can keep going on invisible if you want. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, let's do it. Okay. As you put more distance between you and the rest of the group, the weapons, the stones, they all fall farther and farther behind you. And although Colston is not attacking you, he is running up the other side of the riverbank. He's actually a little bit ahead of you. He's just running as fast as he can. He's going all out. And soon, that minute will be up, and you will be visible again. What do you want to do? Book it as fast we can. I mean, my speed is still cut in half, but... I just mean, if the invisibility wears out and you're still just running, Colston will probably see you. If you're not worried about that, that's fine. I don't know that I particularly am. I'm interested in just, like, keep moving. Unless anybody else has concerns or something that they think we should do. I mean, he would probably tell them, I don't know, call back or something, right? Yeah. After a minute of running, you're... You've put quite a bit of distance in between you and the other group. Yeah. Okay, maybe we're okay then. Maybe after that minute, or close to the very end of it, finding a place to hide where we could watch for a second and see just like how thoroughly they're following us. Wouldn't be a terrible idea. And if it looks like, I hate to like get repetitive here, but if it looks like they're going to still stay on us, I can pop it again and we can then run again one more time. Hmm. Sounds like a plan. So do you want to hide? Yes. yes. Okay. Think as this minute then comes near its end, you're able to find some cover behind boulders 
that would prevent someone from the other side of the river from seeing you. And looking back down south at the other group, at Churlet's group, they are not rushing after you. Churlet is having Chief Durkroff help others get across. Some of them are smaller, people like Biggs and Cortland. And it's able to carry like two of them on one shoulder. So while they're not after you, they're definitely crossing the river because they know you're at least on that side. But you're in no danger of being seen by them right now, even after the invisibility drops. And looking farther up ahead, Colston is still just running north. What do you want to do as the invisibility fades away? Thoughts? I say pop it again. Yeah. And we keep going. Yeah, I've got the points. I can gladly pop it at least one more time. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. And keep moving in the direction of Vale yep. as quickly as possible. Yep. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I don't think that that's going to really be a problem for now. So as you're moving north on one side of the river, Colston is ahead of you on the other. With Darwin going slower to keep pace with the two of you, Colston is actually spreading that distance in between you and him. And you notice he starts to slow down and he starts looking for a tactical position. Because further up ahead... We have, oh, oh, Arnis, you don't know what your dad looks like, do you? I mean, I know what he looked like. Well, yeah, like, but before like, he died. Not, at a distance now, I wouldn't recognize him. Okay. It depends on how far away, like, if I could see his face, I would recognize him, but like, mm. but if I'm not It's probably close a little enough, too soon for that. Yeah, if I'm not close enough to see his face, then no, I wouldn't know. Well, in which case... Uh, as you see Colston slow down and look for a tactical position, you see a group of three heading your way. There's a human in some pretty hefty armor. There's a changeling with a rapier. And then there's a rather aged one-armed changeling. And it takes like a good two beats before you can realize that that is Vale. They've... Something has happened to them here. Something has drastically aged them. What do you do? How far are we away? I think at this point, like 60, 70 feet. I run directly toward Vale. Okay, you're still invisible. I'm just. I know. Okay. I figure it's going to wear off before I get there. (laughs) Yeah, we get about 30 feet away. Uh, Yolanda would choose to dissipate it so that we're not like right in front of them knowing how an assassin would react to someone (laughs) decloaking essentially in front of them. Mm -hmm. Get a little stabby at that point. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay. In which case, as you're all rushing to meet up with this other group, first it's Vale. They're the one that you recognize the most. You've spent so much time with them. Vale's skin tone has grayed and paled and they've aged, but it's definitely still Vale. You don't recognize the other changeling at all. And then Arnis, a face from your past, as you see your father on either side of the, on either party here, either side of this lineup, what do people want to do? I think Iolana, her first reaction is to go like all business and at that like 20 foot distance kind of call out using kind of traditional guild speak and address Vale by their title Mm -hmm. just to kind of not just introduce herself because she's already got like the medallions out 
gauntlets visible, like, but that uh, she would say, Assassin Vale, I, Inquisitor Yolana, have come to aid your return to the realm of the living. Very formal, like anyone listening would get that this is almost like, not necessarily like mm-hmm. call and response, like spy code, but like, uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, structured student talk. <laughs> 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 Structured student talk. I couldn't think of another way of saying it. Okay. There's prescribed ways you talk to each other. There you go. Okay. Elon is keeping it all business. Darvin, it's your old friend. Friend? Friend. Friend. friend? Okay, friend. <laughs> you don't recognize the either two, so. Is there anything you want to say to Vale? Not right away. Darwin is going to keep a real good eye on Aranus to see for cues. All right. Aranus? I actually do want to make this pointedly at Aranus because um, <clears throat> Aranus, on one hand, you've got your friend who you came here to save. And on the other, you have your father whom you haven't seen since he died. What do you do? Uh, I think, no, I was, I was... I was beelined at Vale, and so that's that's where I go first, despite being incredibly distracted. Okay. As I am literally still like running toward them, I I, I don't even know what to say. Someone better say something. Soon. No, no, it's it's, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> um, I, I just say, oh, thank God you're not dead, <laughs> and I just kind of like <laughs> fling myself at Vale. We don't hug in this party like at all, but Arnis is having a rough go. This is going to be rough for Arnis because as Arnis comes at Vale, they're going to hold their one good hand out and say, we don't have time for emotion (laughs) and not even be able to look at you. Inquisitor Alana, what's your exfil strategy? Not that I want to be talking to myself. You don't have to say all of the words. Yeah explicitly yeah. but if you want to <laughs> if there's a shorthand you want to do for this that's fine Vale's making it clear that they are all business right now and it would not even require a decent ability to read people to know that they just like they're focusing on the task at hand because that is the easiest thing to focus on mm-hmm. and then at being addressed Iolana would a kind of review with the group the strategy for getting everyone out because that also solves the problem of getting all the characters on the same page. Yes. Yes. Okay. And remind me, Scott or table to get us out using the anchor ability thing. Do we have to go back out the way we came or is that like a um, magic thing we can pop and go? How does that work? I don't actually know. You do still have to pass through the barrier in between Corum's realm and the grayscape. The anchor will draw you to the place where you left. Okay, so we have to go the way that Vale was going initially. No, we have to go back the way you came. Oh. That's my understanding, right, Scott? If you're using the anchor, either would work, provided you're attuned to it. Right, yeah. Because that will bring you back to where you left. That's where Ward and Escape will be looking for you. If you aren't attuned, then it will make a difference. But to attune, all Vale has to do is spend that time to attune to it, right? Yes. Okay. Your body is wholly here, so you're not going to have a weird out-of-body experience. 
out of into body experience. (laughs) So then when Vale's brought on board with the whole story in a very quick abridged version, they're going to suggest that we continue going back the way Vale and their party came so that we don't have to head towards the group of psychos that want to hitch a ride back to the realm of living. Mm, Okay. Barreras. Yeah. (laughs) How does it feel? What do you do when you see your son again for the first time in however long it's been? Decades at this point? Or no, not that long. No, not that long. But uh, what if years? Hey, more than it's more than 10. Okay. And he has yet to turn to you. I, it, well, I mean, Arnis kind of got cut off <laughs> because, like, immediately after turning to Vale, he was gonna giving them a hug and just being like, Thank God you're not dead. Like, I kind of mm-hmm. got cut off by other things. Um, because the next thing that Arnis was gonna do was just turn and go, Dad. And now I have the same problem that Chris just had of like talking to myself, <laughs> except. Barreras was never particularly a man of a lot of words, and he's just going to hug Arnis. Oh, it's very touching. It saves me a whole lot of dialogue. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I think it's as Arnis is hugging his father. The first one hits, plinks off of Barreras's shield. And looking across the river, you see Colston over there just firing arrow after arrow after arrow in your direction. What do you do? As soon as the one plinks off my shield and I notice who's firing, I immediately turn to Vale and say, he's yours if you want him. Oh, and now you're going to get to see really how much Vale's grown. <laughs> Vale's going to look at you and go, I have no need to kill him again. Then let's go. <laughs> um, <laughs> as you're saying this to each other, Colston continues to fire. And he shouts out at you, the group of you, come this way, cowards, don't ignore me. I turn, okay, <laughs> I t- <laughs> this is such a petty childish thing that Arnis is about to do. I turn to my dad and I go, I'm sorry for this. And I just give Colston the middle finger and start to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody roll perception again. <laughs> Well, remember, you're rolling it for two characters now. Oh, shoot. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. That's right. That's right. There's six of you now. That's why it's good to have multiple dice. Oh, Vale's not perceiving very well right now. They're a little distracted. It's good. Colston is being very loud and shooting at you. Okay. Iolana. 23. And Vale? Five. Suppression? Crip fail. Oh, what? And Darvin? 15. It's a little better. Barreras? 21. And Aranis? 13. So, Iolana and Barreras, then, are the only two that hear this above, outside of Colston's shooting and his calling out and his demands to be, to be seen, to be heard, for you to actually pay attention to him. So... For you to consider him as like a person who has something he wants. But Barreras and Ilana, 
You hear something else. You hear the flapping of wings. The two of you look up and you see one of the wyverns. You notice that there's no one on it because Colonel Faybrook has leapt off of its back. Sword out, diving at Vale's back. Fucker. Do either of you have anything you can do? Oh, Yolanda's got something. I was going to say, I, I don't. If I can take an action, Yolanda's got something. I don't have, I don't have anything that is, um, that's ranged. However, I'm standing right next to Vale. Do you have your shield out? I never put it away. Okay. So, yeah. I've, is that a reaction or an action? It's a reaction. Okay. That's the thing. So I don't... In which case, I think we're going to go with Barreras's. Because I don't okay. know if you have time here for a whole action, Iolana. Then let me look. I may have a reaction. Okay. But I don't know. Mm, I'm sorry. I've got a lot to look through. No, no. That's all right. And this is important. No, nah, the one thing I was looking at would be awesome, but it's an action. Okay. Barreras, what does your reaction do? It imposes disadvantage. On an attack roll. That's good, because he was about to have advantage on it. So those two negate each other out. He's still a very, uh, he's still a big guy, falling from a pretty decent height with a very sharp and magical sword. Failed as a 17 hit. Matches. Okay. A couple things are going to happen here. First, you're going to take a little bit of sword damage. And as the blade pierces you, not bad. Could be worse. You take 10 slashing damage. Am I allowed to take my reaction on this? For half damage? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I need you to make a strength saving throw, not to be knocked prone under his weight. Can we just say I'm going to lose that because of what I'm (laughs) It's not a particularly high DC. It's not an ability, it's just because he's falling. It's an 11. Okay, yeah. I guess we could have just said that then. <laughs> I, I don't know what your stats are. Like, I don't know if you have any bonuses to that. <sighs> Colonel Faybrook falls from the sky, slashing at Vale, knocking them to the ground. And as he stands with a foot on their back and the sword resting in the dirt, you see him lean down. And speak to Vale quite emotionally. Vale, why do you have to keep getting better than me? Why is it that no matter what I do or learn, you're already on to the next step? Well, no more. It ends here. You end here. And as he says this, that's not Colonel Faybrook. Colonel Faybrook's face opens, revealing Fuck. an angry Lorraine with tears Fuck. in her eyes as she makes the colonel attack you. Like it's him, but it's not him. It's like the serpents. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Okay. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, God. This is going to be interesting. Yeah, it's two on six. Tell me about it. Oh, damn it. There goes all my high numbers. You want to be fast here. No, I know, but I'm concerned that if I roll high, then I'm not going to roll high again. Man, two characters at once. Everything is fine. Everything's fine? Everything's fine. (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you sure? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess technically it's three on six. Because Lorraine is wearing Colonel Fabric like a suit. Well, yeah, but they don't each get their own actions. No, no, no. Right. So, like, we have to get through him to get to her, right? Mm-hmm. So, <sighs> this is going to be a lot of numbers. Mm-hmm. Arnus. Arnus is a 20. What about Barreras? 21. No, 22. <sighs> I'm sorry, 22. Showing up by the old man. Yep. Darwin? Darwin is 13. Suppression? 14. Vale? Is 9. And Ilana? 14. Okay. Hmm. No wonder if Colonel Faybrook wasn't acting like Colonel Faybrook. Hey. Hmm. 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 Leda. <laughs> Thought he was acting super weird, but Barreras never knew him, so Barreras right. isn't going to know. Suppression didn't know either. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Barreras. Yes. You've seen Colonel Faybrook fall out of the sky stab Vale in the back and thanks to her outburst you now know that there is another soul inside there wearing him as protection uh i'm not okay with anybody that stabs Vale. <laughs> so <laughs> i think most would agree here in this group yeah um uh so i attack okay go for it uh that's a 24 okay yes that'll hit <laughs> Max damage. 13 damage. All right. Still going? That is a 23. That's also going to hit. Also max damage, 13. <laughs> you really don't like when people stab Veil. I got you. No. no I got you. I don't, I don't. I don't like it. All right. And that's a crit. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to crit on one of these one, sooner or later. Oh. Oh, we like that. That's 17 damage. Gosh. Okay. You are welcome. Barreras tearing it up. Arnis, you've just seen your father act out in the most violent way you've ever seen him act. (laughs) What the fuck, Dad? (laughs) What do you do? uh, Shake myself out of being stunned. What I just witnessed, um, and then you want me to give Lorraine disadvantage, or should I try to actually do damage? Mm. Oh, I I almost forgot to mention something. As you saw your father chopping away at Colonel Fabric with his axe, you could see some of Colonel Fabric peel away, similar to how it happened with the serpents, revealing Lorraine inside. Before it closed back up around her. Okay. Got to keep that fiction going. But yes. What do you want to do? You want to hurt the colonel? Or just inconvenience him? I can... I can give all of us advantage. Oh. Potentially. Depending on how dexterous she, they, he is. Are you looking at... Fairy fire. Yeah, except it's going to hit Vale too. Oh shit, that's right. Because it's a, like... He's like... On Vale's back. Because well, it's a 20 foot cube. Probably step off of Vale getting hit by Barreras, but yeah. Well, but I mean, they're all right there, so they're all yeah. going to get hit. So that's that's no good. Thank you for that. That's that's terrible. It's a okay, good point. I'm, uh, I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. Okay. So that's a, it's a wisdom saving throw. 
I need a mock here. I don't think it's anything particularly like speech worthy. Just like shouting. Like, I just got them back. Get the fuck <laughs> off of them. <laughs> like, there's no mock here. It's just okay. like, leave my friend alone. <laughs> okay. Does a 15 save? No. <laughs> okay. Roll your damage. Well, it's not much damage. Three. It's psychic damage, if that makes a difference to you. Okay. But they have a disadvantage on their next attack. Good to know. Good to know. Is there anything else? No, but please call out numbers on dies when you attack people. Okay. In case I want to do my cutting words. Right, right, right. Oh, wait. Well. No, that's a lie. I'm sorry. There is one more thing. Um, I want to give Vale Bardic Inspiration. Hmm. Okay. It's a D6 now? <laughs> no. No, it's a D10. <laughs> Wowza. It's All a right. D10? Yeah. Ay, ay, ay. We gotta mute that bard. Mm. Now is there anything else? No, and that's literally like me just shouting at them, please don't die, please don't die, please don't die. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll see if Vale needs that because it is Faybrook's turn. Lorraine piloting Colonel Faybrook quickly looks around, takes in the situation. There's a lot of you. Probably more than what Faybrook's body can handle. And because she doesn't particularly care about Faybrook's well-being, she's going to do something stupid. Uh-oh. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. Before you do your stupid thing. It's probably not going to matter. But so Barreras used his reaction mm-hmm. when they fell. Does this count as a new round of combat or are we in the same round? Barreras has already had his turn, so he has a new reaction. Okay. I just wanted to check. It's probably not going to matter if you're doing something explodey, but... <laughs> probably not going to matter then. Yeah, because <laughs> it would be against one person that I would be able to, like, help them, but... Well, full of anger at Vale and lacking any sense of self-preservation for Colonel Faybrook anyways, Lorraine is going to make him stand up, going to hold the hilt of the sword upwards with the blade pointed down... Is going to raise it up in the air, so the tip is maybe only a few feet up, and is going to make another explosive ball of fire centered right there on themselves with Veil underneath. So, everybody's in this except for Colston. I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. Veil, unfortunately, you are on the ground. You'll be at disadvantage. But you do still get your other benefit thing from evasion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, just dropping a grenade right here on themselves. Um, Bardic Inspiration can only be used on attacks, or how does that work? Used on saves, right? An ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Anything. It doesn't matter. I crit failed. Oh, okay. Oh boy. Aranus. Aranus got a 16. Barreras. He crit. Okay, he's fine then. Darvin. Darvin got a 9. Sorry, a 12. Okay. What about Suppression? Suppression got a 15. Vale. Uh, I crit failed. Okay. And Iolana? 11. Mm. 
So Barreras is the only one who saves. Oh, Jesus. He takes half damage, everybody else regular. Vale's still going to take half, which I think you may have too. Does Darwin have a fancy dex saving throw damage reducer? Yeah, Darwin has it automatically takes half on a fail and none on a save. Okay. Oh, God. I do not like that. A lot of dice. I just don't have that many d6s. It's So, everybody, if you failed and are taking full damage, that's 29 points of fire damage. Or 14 if you're taking half from a success or otherwise. Uh, the colonel did not save. Lorraine doesn't really care about that, though. And there's a huge explosion, fiery burst. Okay, there's something I want to do as a reaction. Go for it. As a reaction, Vale's going to use one of their spell slots and use Absorb Elements. What does that do? Uh, This spell captures some of the incoming energy, lessening its effect on you and storing it for your next attack. You have resistance to the triggering damage, so I'm going to take half of that half. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which means I need to add some life back, because I already did that. Be seven. Uh Uh-huh. Resistance to the triggering damage type until the start of your next turn. Also, the first time you hit with a melee attack on your next turn, the target takes an extra d6 of the triggering type and the spell ends. Okay, yeah. Very nice. There's this explosive fire that just kind of swirls around Vale and like just absorbs in. Love it. Uh, I kind of picture it like the amulet just kind of absorbs some of it inside. It's now glowing with a little bit of fire inside of it. It's a little red mixed in with that black. Ah. Mm, I like it. I like it even more. So that was his turn. Iolana. Iolana. He's going to think outside the box here. Iolana mm-hmm. doesn't like the fact that the colonel's currently standing on Vale and is going to use their innate racial ability to control wind to cast levitate on the colonel. Okay. What happens here? The colonel's going to make a constitution save, unless the colonel wants to levitate. No, no, I don't think think Lorraine wants the colonel to fly, to float. Yes, it's going to make a constitution save. On a fail, creature or the object rises vertically 20 feet in the air and remains there for the duration of the spell. Okay, con save, here we go. A 15? Yeah, that's going to save. That was a oh, waste. I thought Ilana's spell save. The problem be is that Constitution is my spellcasting ability for that, and I forgot uh, about that. Oh, because it's a racial thing and not a class yep. thing. Yep. Got you. Yeah. There was a gust of wind underneath Colonel Faybrook and raised him up like a few inches before he <clears throat> flexed through it and settled down onto the ground. Anything else? Uh, yes, I'm going to use one of my bonus actions here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my Cloak of Air. And so, again, you see the air around me summon up and grow stronger and then just flow down my body almost like water would. And now I have attack rolls against me have disadvantage. And when a creature misses me, they attack themselves. (laughs) Is that all attack rolls or just melee? Mm, I believe it's melee. Okay, we can get around to that when Colston's turn comes up. Suppression. Yes. Oh, things are things are going crazy here. What do you want to do? Attack. All right. How do you want to do this? I'm no longer slowed, right? Correct. 
Then I have two attacks. I'm just going to do both with the rapier. Okay. So the first one will be a 21. I think the colonel is going to use his parry ability and bat your sword to the side. Uh, a jerk. Chink. Okay, second attack then? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's less. That's a 15. <sighs> yeah, that one just misses outright. 17, sorry. but The tip of your rapier scrapes across his armor. Does not penetrate. Okay, that is it then. Okay, which means it is now Colston's turn. And he's going to keep firing at you. Well, at the group of you. He would shoot Vale, but Vale's still on the ground. So, is it Darwin or Arnus he dislikes more? Mm, probably Arnus. Oh, he's going to fire two arrows at you. Wow. Huh? You going to do me like that, Dice? The first arrow was a three. The second arrow was a four. Cool. I just, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. He shouts across the river at you. Leave her alone. But the arrows just fly wide. Don't can land. I, can I shout back? Sure. She attacked us, numb nuts. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all, that's all I got. <laughs> Leave her alone. Fuck you. <laughs> Darvin, what would you like to do? Attack. <laughs> okay. So this is Darvin with the leg sword. Oh, yeah. leg sword. All right. Leg sword. Sword. That's uh, a uh, 22. Sweet. He's going to use his parry again and just whoosh, stop Jesus. your legs. All right. That parry ability is great. Yeah. Second attack then. Mm-hmm. It's a 15. No, that also is not going to hit. Um, Kick him in his armor. Doesn't doesn't do anything. Well, I'm going to try a punch then with my bonus. Okay. It's a 21. Okay. That'll hit. Where are you punching him? Mm, in the face. All right. Roll your damage. Seven. Okay. As you punch Colonel Faybrook in the face, his flesh kind of parts, revealing Lorraine's face inside, and it takes a moment for it to reform back around, protecting her. Next is Vale. Well, Vale's had enough of this bullshit. <laughs> Finally time to stand up and do something about it. Oh, fuck, yes. Vale's going to stand up. Vale's going to pop a sorcery point to use their quickened spell ability to summon their shadow blade as a bonus action. Mm -hmm. And then use their action to hack at Lorraine. Well, you got to get through the kernel first, but by all means, give it a shot. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and use my bardic inspiration. That's much better. That 10 plus my bonus takes it to a dirty 20. Okay. Are you trying to not hurt Colonel Faybrook? Oh, I don't give a rat's ass about Colonel Faybrook. Okay, okay. Yeah, the way it, I, I care about Colonel Faybrook the way I care about the skin of an orange. <laughs> the scent, the what? The skin of an orange. Oh, the skin of an orange. Okay. I didn't know, because if that's something you wanted to do, I would have to figure out a way to do that, but possible, yes. But okay, if you want to try to go through the Colonel first, by all means, yes, that hits. Okay, and then... Four, five, six, plus my bonus, D6 fire damage. Oh, 
fire. All right, let's roll this massive damage here. Oh, look at all those sixes. Yeah, boy. <laughs> all right, buddy. 37 damage total. God dang. That is that is a lot. Where are you stabbing him? Uh, I think it's just a straight, like, just right going for in the center mass. Okay. In which case, as your shadow blade pierces his armor, and there's that extra burst of fire, you see his chest peel open, just like shimmering, not blood and gore, but just like getting peeled away. And you can see Lorraine's frame within, and the body is closing up a lot slower now. Barreras, as Vale stands up and stabs the colonel, you see the chest is still open. You can see Lorraine within. What do you want to do? I hit it. Hit what? Oh, I have options. Lorraine is technically exposed right now. Uh, I guess I hit Lorraine. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and strike. 25. Oh, yeah, that's going to hit. 11 damage. Okay. Woof. That's a 17. Total? Yeah. Yeah, that'll also hit Lorraine. Oh. Fabric's the one who's got the armor. You're targeting her. Yeah. It's a little bit easier. That's eight damage. Okay. And then... 24. Yes, that'll also hit. And 13 damage. <clears throat> Seeing an opening through Colonel Faybrook, you swing your axe in and make contact with the rain. Aranus, what would you like to do? How's everybody looking, like, health Almost dead times two. <laughs> yeah, I figured suppression's not doing well. They're Meaning, 14. like, could everybody use some health? Because Suppre- I can give everybody some health. Yeah, everybody, that would be okay. good. Yeah. Hmm. I'm going to cast Mass Cure Wounds. Nice. Oh, fancy. Yeah. You going to give any of that to the Colonel or Lorraine? Fuck no. <laughs> okay. Just so I can ask. I can choose up to six creatures in a 30 foot radius sphere, but we're all like right there. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically like I'm giving the six of us health. Mm-hmm. So let's see. It's three D eight plus my spell cast. Oh, seriously. I want all those eights. That's what I get. That's okay. So that's 16 that everybody gets back. Oh, thank you. It's not bad. Well, it'll, I mean, it'll help in a, in a pinch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that all, Arnis? Yes. Okay. Yes. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. It's Colonel Faybrook slash Lorraine's turn. The explosion was not enough to knock anybody out. So now it's time for something even, even dumber, even oh, crazier dear. of a plan. We got Darwin, Aranus, and Vale as the three living people there. And Iolana. Oh, sorry. Iolana's there as well. Thank you for the reminder. In which case, yes, I like this a lot. Colonel Faybrook looks first at Vale and their aging, one-armed body. And then at Iolana with a younger and presumably healthier body. And he's going to attempt to grab you. So you can make an athletics or acrobatics check. Thanks, Scott. A whole lot of good that ability I just used was. 
Which one? The one that gave me... Oh, oh, the attack one. Against the attack. Yeah. Well, if Lorraine's not careful, she's going to be dead here real soon. Let's hope. But double dead. All right. What do you got? Nine. What is a 12 from the colonel, which is... So there's a brief struggle as Lorraine moves Colonel Faybrook to grab on to Iolana. Lorraine, sensing that Iolana's been restrained, if only temporarily, decides it is time to find a new way out. And she is going to try to force her soul into Iolana. So Iolana needs to make mental save. Or no, it's a mental contest, sorry. Which... I know, considering all the other people around here, maybe this was a poor choice for Lorraine, but she doesn't know Iolana. Yeah, I'm, I was kind of thinking the same thing. But you're right, she doesn't know Iolana, so she doesn't know. No, she doesn't. Well, unfortunately, there aren't any like mental combat skills, so I think an intelligence or wisdom saving throw would be best. Hmm, I think. But I can't gonna... really have you roll Arcana against this. Yeah, I'm going to go with the end on that. I thought so. I thought so. Oh, and I rolled an 18. Uh, yeah, yeah. What does that come? 26? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Fucking hell. With Colonel Fabric's hands grasping onto Iolana's arms, Lorraine pushes one of her hands out through the Colonel's open chest and attempts to just force her hand through into Iolana. And as sly as she was trying to be about this, she cannot beat that 26. So Iolana... You feel Lorraine's presence trying to enter into you, pushing in deeper. But before she can get to your brain, before she can get to any semblance of control, you force her out. She's jolted back into the colonel's body, very angry and now probably more than ever worried. Iolana, what do you do? You are being grappled, but... It's not going to matter for what I want to do. Yolana says psychically into Lorraine's brain, your mean mind is weak. Watch what a strong mind can do. And I am going to oh, use my hammer of inquisition against her. Wow. For the full seven psi points. Well, what it. is this? I've used this before. Yeah, I know. I just don't remember what it does. Oh, the God. target must make an int save. On a failed save, it's going to take 7d10 psychic damage. Don't suffer disadvantage on its next wisdom save before the end of its next turn. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> Is there any physical component to this? Nope. Okay, I didn't know if they're like the hammer part actually meant hammering in a physical way. Okay. That comes to a 14 to save. Save had to be higher than a 16, my friend. Ah, so close. Yay. I Do don't think there's the any best. way she can. <laughs> well, I wish that would have been bigger. That was only 35 damage. Only 35? Yeah, only 35. Okay. If I may, can I uh, get a little uh, outside of that skill for a moment? Because mm-hmm. that hurt a lot. And it was... It's specifically psychic damage, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So even though it's only psychic damage, I think the name, the Hammer of the Inquisition, when you're fighting against someone who is just a soul and who is already weakened, and you hit their brain with that much force, 
you see this invisible force hit Lorraine through Colonel Faybrook's open chest and her spirit just gets launched out of his back and goes tumbling to the shore of the river. Colonel Faybrook falls down on his knees, panting heavily, the hole slowly closing up. And Lorraine is just dragging herself along the edge of the river, the dark water brushing up against her shoes. Anything else you'd like to do, Ilana? Don't think I have a bonus action that's going to do what I want it to do. Oh, and I already spent all my, um, my side points for the turn, so nope, that's it. I'm good. Okay. So suppression. Ease. Lorraine has been knocked to the shore of the river. She's struggling to drag herself along to try to find the energy to get to her feet. Colonel Fabric is on his hands and knees, slowly recovering from everything that's happened. What do you want to do? Is Lorraine still in, like, how close is she now? Gonna say it's about 30 feet to the shore. Ooh, I cannot get over there, even if I wanted to. Really? Yeah. Oh, you're... Wait. Wait, hang on, actually. I forget. Wait, Darwin was slowed. Right, I'm, I'm at, well, to suppression, but no, it's not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. But I don't remember what their speed is. It might be 25 uh, and not Suppression 30. would just be 30. Okay. As a, as a changeling, yeah. You're a medium-sized creature. Your base speed is 30. Just like Vales is. Okay. Then they could get over there. The question is, should they? Well, who's after you? It's one of us, right? Yeah. So yeah, I guess I might as well go. So I'll run over to Lorraine and see if I can get a couple attacks in. I mean, because... She's crawling along the shore. Yeah. So it should be easy. <laughs> You'll have advantage if you want to attack her. I'm going to look around first, like, because suppression doesn't know who Lorraine is, really. What are you looking around for? Just like confirmation. Just like confirmation. Should I go after oh. her or are we just going to let her wander around? I, I, go. Okay. So, <laughs> so with Arnus's emphatic gesturing, <laughs> gesticulating even. Even though suppression has no idea who Arnus is. Right, that doesn't matter. Barreras's son. Except for from Barreras, right? Yeah, there's context oh. here. The attempted hug. Because of that, I will attack. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, you said advantage, right? Uh, yes, indeed. Nice. It's a 19. That'll hit. And that will deal 11. Okay. She cries out in pain. Uh, where are you stabbing her? Oh, like into the chest, I guess. As you shove the rapier down into her chest and she cries out in pain and tries to drag herself farther away, you see her inch forward without the rapier moving and you see it just slowly pull a hole open in her soul. It like starts dissipating around the blade. Wow. If you, if you hit her again, it's going to be over. Dope. I guess I will attack her a second time. <laughs> Poor suppression. The absolute okay. like, wrong person to be finishing off Lorraine. Right? <laughs> but right? it's your turn. Do it. Because Colston's going to keep attacking us. So we got one more. Right. I, I think. Maybe. I mean, that's up to Scott. But <laughs> With Arnus's emphatic go ahead. Go for it, suppression. That's a 18. That's going to hit. Where are you stabbing her? Same spot. Okay. We 
I mean, roll your damage. But <laughs> ten. We'll let you know now. Any amount is enough damage. Oh damn! <laughs> Even ten. Especially ten. That's what it was. As you shove your rapier down into her again, she cries out louder and can no longer struggle to move herself. But you see her soul start to vanish away from where you stabbed her, from the wound. She's peeling away out of reality. And she, in one last moment, cries out for Colston, who, without any thought of his own well-being, leaps into the river and starts swimming across. And with each stroke, you can see the shades in there just pulling more and more of him away until by the time he gets to the other side of the shore, he's practically vanished. It's, you see a ghost of a shadow of what he was as he leans down to Lorraine and attempts to give her comfort, to give himself comfort probably as well. And his hand passes right through her. He no longer has enough left of himself. She no longer has enough of herself. There's no contact. There's just anger in Lorraine's eyes, pain, and Colston's sense of loss once more. And he stands up, barely an image, and he just stares at all of you. He drops his weapons. And he just doesn't know what to do. And I mean, we're out of initiative order now. What does anybody want to do? Does anybody have anything else they want to do? No. Cool. Ernest just looks at Vale. From where Vale stands, she hucks her shadow blade at him. He makes no motion to dodge it. He sees it coming. He closes his eyes and lowers his head. Mm. And the shadow blade just passes through him and there's a puff of shadow and smoke. And he is gone. And Lorraine is gone also, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes. She faded away. Cool. And uh, Shadowblade dissipates. Mm-hmm. The colonel begins to stand to his feet as the hole in his chest very, very slowly closes. <sighs> Thank you. I apologize for what she had me do. Please. Forgive me. And he drops down to a knee, lowers his head. You were not in control. There's no need to apologize. But if we could get your aid in expediting our process out of here, we would much appreciate it. I'll do what I can. Is there anything else in this moment? Uh, Dad? Where'd you learn to do that? (laughs) 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 are we just gonna go out on like a fadeaway and pull up back on like everybody catching up Mm, i I think there's there's only so much we can assume in 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 a catch-up sequence because yeah yeah no yeah that's true Um, there's no there's like uh, there's no time like we've still got or at least three of us are aware that we've still got like two minutes back behind us an army of people searching for our bodies oh yeah and you do need an hour to attune to that object. Well, Ernest doesn't know this, but if Vale wants to point it out up 
where you went, there's like, it's kind of like in a kind of cave thing, right? Yeah. We should go there so you can take the time to attune to that thing. Oh, yeah. That's right. what Vale's going to suggest is yeah. like, we, we make it to the yeah. cave because we can fortify the cave. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like future stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Here in this moment with Colonel Faybrook there mm-hmm. with however far away Churlet and his gang are recovering from this combat. So if we just want to get to that cave, we can keep that for next time. Yeah. All right, then. With Churlet as and the slew of souls with him, minutes behind you, and Colonel Faybrook on a knee, penitent before you, you have moments to act, to find yourself to some amount of safety before you can look ahead to escaping Corm's realm back into the grayscape. And so, suppression, Barreras, Vale, Darwin, Aranus, and Iolana begin to move, begin to move towards the world of the living. And so the seven of you gather yourself together and move out, heading towards the tunnel, safety, and freedom. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 city council level, thank you, Shannon DeMello. At the $10 mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello and Sierra Jones. At the $15 governor level, thank you, Phoenix Bryan. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at dibbermusic.com and on Twitter at dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend.